to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first annual Game Tea Awards to celebrate our first year of being on the podcast. Yeah, happy birthday, Game Tea! We are your hosts, as usual. My name is JP. I'm Peaches. And I'm Czar. And today, to celebrate our birthday and a year of excellent gaming, we have a very our very own award show that we are doing today. We are going to go through several categories that we have created and go through games that we think deserve those arbitrary awards. Yeah, Woo! these aren't voted on by gamers. These are our opinions. <laughs> this is the most prestigious event in gaming history. All right, let's get that clear right off the bat. Yep, nothing has ever been as important as our opinions on these matters. Nothing, not a thing, not yours. <laughs> this is going to go on the box art of the Game of the Year edition of these games. <laughs> Oh, I wish we had merchandise. (laughs) This would be a great (laughs) t-shirt. So, it's exactly as I said. Today, each one of us, Czar Peaches and myself, have created three categories for gaming that we are going to give awards to. Now, the way it works is even though each host created three of their own categories, all the other hosts have to bring a game that they think is worthy of that category as well to the table. And then we discuss. There's a lot of deserving awards this year for these terrible awards that we've created, so let's get right into it. Peaches, you are the first one who not only came up with this idea, but came up with some great questions and some great awards to be presented. So let's go down your list first, my man. All right. First award of the night, buggiest game of 2020. This is the game that is the most bug riddled by far. All right. And I think it's really fucking obvious who this is going to. Yeah. (laughs) And the winner of the buggiest game of 2020 goes to. Bug snacks, baby. The game is literally filled with bugs. There is nothing but bugs in that game. Oh, oh my god, I did not see that coming. Black twist. <laughs> but but we're talking about bug snacks. We're talking about bug snacks. JP, that's why I thought it was so great that you were talking about bug snacks before we started recording, because right off the bat, I'm ripping with bug snacks. Buggiest game 2020. I see what you did there. <laughs> oh my god, you really got me. I thought that was going to cyberpunk. Wow. <laughs> oh, what a twist and turn. Holy shit, I did not What's see, a twist? I did not see that coming. That's but, what I'm here for, baby. But Chez, <laughs> everybody's talking about bug snacks. <laughs> I just don't I don't get it. JP, are you telling me that there is a game that has more bugs than bug snacks? Ooh, 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 there is. What is it? Grounded. I you know, I've played I've played Grounded. There's only spiders and ants. There's scorpions. Yeah, you know, as opposed to all the realistic bugs that are in bug snacks, like the strawberry thing and the sandwich centipede <laughs> and all that bullshit. Yeah, great point, peaches. There are definitely more bugs in bug snacks. Fight me. Uh, it's hard to argue <laughs> with that. <laughs> all right, so, like, 
I, I know we're supposed to throw a game in there and then discuss, but I love that, so I kind of want to go for bug snacks. It's got Zara's stamp of approval. Okay, let's say you weren't going for a big fuck over on JP over here. <laughs> let's say you actually wanted to give it to the worstly crafted game of 2020. What would you give it to? Oh, geez, dude. I, I don't know if I could, like, for buggiest game, if I if I wasn't trying to pull the loop around... I, I can't think of anything I've played that's had more bugs than uh, Cyberpunk did, technically, but that's not the award. There weren't very many bugs in Cyberpunk, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what to do with myself anymore. <laughs> I love that. I love everything about that. <laughs> I didn't come up with any clever jokes for mine. I thought this was a serious game award for serious people. What? I don't understand what's not serious about this, JP. He's talking about bugs, snacks. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Peaches, what is your Peaches, what's your second game award? Second award of the night is most controversial game of 2020. All right. This is the game that made the most headlines, whether good or bad, that got people talking. The most controversial game of 2020 goes to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Tom Nook, you son of a bitch, we are all on to you. You yes! price gouging <laughs> raccoon fuck. Finally, something I agree with. <laughs> yeah, screw you, Nook. I'm not giving you bells for your stupid bullshit. Look, you can't recruit me to come to your island and then have me spend 2,000 bells on your stupid tent and then 98,000 bells to build a house and then... Also, why am I the only one contributing to the construction of this island? There are 12 other people that live here, but none of you want to help me spend 100,000 bells to build this goddamn bridge? Sure, Bianca might throw in 12 bells a day. Oh, thanks, Bianca. <laughs> yeah, that'll stimulate the economy on this goddamn island. God! <laughs> struck a nerve in JP. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm fine. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Nook is a crook. That's literally the name of the second episode of the Game Tea podcast ever. I, I remembered that. I thought of that while I was uh, writing out this award. I'm fine. How can you argue with that? <laughs> we're, we're cooling down. Yeah, I was going to make it The Last of Us Part 2 because I thought this was a serious game for serious people, but I don't even know. <laughs> what to do with myself anymore because you're you're use right that's the fact you're right <laughs> use right <laughs> tom nook and his stupid nephews timmy and tommy i hate them i hate them all <laughs> but it's okay because isabel's there isabel is there though so that kind yeah. of makes up for it i love yeah. isabel all right that's fair that's fair czar do you have anything else you'd like to throw into this category i <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. What's your last category? <laughs> All right. Peach's last gaming category. All right. Last last award from that I will be awarding tonight is Game That Made Me Saltiest in 2020. Oh, my God. I bet I know what it is. Oh, GP, you definitely know what it is. You know, I, this doesn't need any introduction. The game that made me saltiest in 2020 goes to. Do you want to? You want to say it, JP? Is it Octopath Traveler? It's fucking Octopath Traveler. <laughs> Fuck you, Octopath Traveler, forever. 
<laughs> I knew that was going to be the game. <laughs> oh, yes. The, wait, you've never oh, explained man. why. <laughs> uh, never? Never? I, I've never explained it? <laughs> well, maybe sometimes, but I'm very forgetful. Why do you hate Octopath Traveler so much? Octopath Traveler is the reason GP is never going to play my favorite game series of all time, Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3. And it's all because that stupid goddamn episode of Tales from the Backlog where you guys couldn't agree on Mass Effect 2. And so he plays Octopath Traveler, and now it's never going to happen. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm going to insert a flashback to that episode right here. Fellas, there's no need to fight over little old me. There's plenty of me for both of you. JP, who knows you better? Oh, come on. It's coming down to that, is it? No. No. Guys, it's not up to me. You have to choose the game. We played Yu-Gi-Oh together. Oh, you got to bring Yu-Gi-Oh into this, huh? It's time to... I win. I don't know if we're ever going to hit a middle ground on this. I think we might have to agree to disagree. What do we do in a tie? You pick my game. All right. Um, JP. Play both. Octopath Traveler. I guess that... I'll agree with that. Octopath Traveler it is. We got a default. I'm playing Octopath Traveler because you two couldn't decide. Yes, precisely. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a good default. If we can't come to a consensus, the other one wins. <laughs> Maybe when Peaches was on the phone screaming at me. <laughs> rebel, 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 rebel. Oh my god, that oh, is so yeah. unbelievably funny. I, I saw the direction you were taking these game awards, and I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Have you tried Octopath Traveler? Maybe you'd really like it. I will never like it. Because I have such a stern predisposition against it that I will never be able to play it and enjoy it, even if it is possibly a good game. It's Zack and Zar's fault. You should hate Zack and Zar. Mostly Zar, because Zar fought for RD2. Yeah, Zar is the reason that Mass Effect 2 didn't win. He couldn't just settle. He couldn't just settle. <laughs> but still, still, even if Zar did, I'm, I could have played Red Dead Redemption 2 as well. Wouldn't you have rather have me play that over Octopath Traveler? Then that would have been the saltiest game for Peaches this year. <laughs> there's, a, there's a good chance it could have been Red Dead Redemption 2 would have made me salty as well, because I don't think Red Dead Redemption 2 is that great either. <laughs> Jesus, we are just pulling out all the hot takes, aren't we? Well, the thing is, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is possibly more worthy than fucking Octopath Traveler, but fuck you forever, Octopath Traveler. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh, I didn't yeah. even finish it. I cheated. <laughs> we are a third of the way through this. Peaches is done with his bullshit. <laughs> now, in between each of the host questions, we're taking a special little moment, and I want to give a very genuine moment right here to a very special man, one Mr. Zach. We would not have been able to get this far in the podcast without Zach. If you don't know who Zach is, if you're a new listener, he was the original third host of the Game Tea podcast, decided to step away for personal reasons, but he's referenced quite often. He's still one of our incredibly good friends. He made some very great, like, scripts. And he had great moments, and we miss Zach dearly. So right now, here's a little bit of Zach. Family. 
as the mafia would say. No, JP, can you do that? Can you do like a good mafia ex- expression? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Howdy, all you come. No, that's not right. I'm gonna give him an offer. I can't refuse. That was pretty good. That was definitely better than mine. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're we're not impressionists. We, we're not gonna lie about that. Yeah. Zach, what did you text to me and Zar earlier? Uh, you know, I may have said that, that he is Xbox no, for life and no, could never be sweaty. That is not what Zach said. <laughs> I may have said something in a moment of emotional relief to see some companies that I traitor um, from Zach I, at 1:45 p.m. I am buying a PlayStation 5 so damn quick. Sony is being awesome. Traitor! Why couldn't you have said that during the great debate? Zach, I thought we had something going I know here, man. To be honest. I was like, what, a month we ago? We both start with Z's. Zara, you're a, a Z-phony. That's your, that's your surname. I'm a Z for life, all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I adopted it, and I'm okay with it. What are you even talking about at this point? I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, um, between Xbox and Sony, I, I... Yeah, here's to you, Zach. We miss you and love you, buddy. Well, Peaches doesn't, doesn't, because, you know, if Zach were still here, Peaches wouldn't have a job. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all getting paid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that was that was the funny thing, is we started getting paid as soon as Zach left. It was crazy. Yeah, lots of money. We are? Yeah. <laughs> Where's this money? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tells Czar anything. <laughs> Nobody told JP either, because if we're making money, I haven't seen any of this. In fact, we are spending money to make this. We are actively <laughs> losing money. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the hole about $100 or so, so... Uh... Happy birthday! Yeah! Happy birthday to you! Maybe we should get on Buy Me a Coffee. Buy Me Cocaine, that's what. That's my side. <laughs> there we go. Now, now we're on it. I think you have to sign up on the dark web for that. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> How does one get on this dark web so I can avoid it? Right, yeah. It's easier to avoid it than actually get on it. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> and also, how did we get from appreciating Zach for, you know, all that he do to the dark web and buying cocaine? Sometimes it just be like that. <laughs> you don't think it be, but it do. You don't think it be, but it do. That's correct. That's 100% correct. You know, actually, there was one time where I thought that it didn't be like that, but then... It actually turned out that it did, in fact, be like that. That's wild, man. That's wild. <laughs> Was it Octopath Traveler? Is it Octopath Traveler? <laughs> you know, maybe Zach can come back to the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Zar, it's time for you. It's time for your questions. I don't know how you're going to top Peaches, because that was fantastic. (laughs) All right, well, I'm going to do mine a little bit differently. I have a list of four candidates for each category that fits into place, and then I will tell the winner. So, the first category of the evening that I will be announcing is Best Horror Game of 2020, because could you really expect anything else from Zar? (laughs) Literally, no. Yeah, nope, that's that's about exactly where I expected you to go. Fair, fair. So first, we have Resident Evil 3 for the Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 4. Deadly Premonition 2 for the Nintendo Switch, which is a weird campy, just the right amount of cringy dialogue. Game that's been slept on. Everybody should check it out. After that, we have Amnesia Rebirth for the PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox. And finally, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Little Hope, Xbox, PlayStation 4, and PC. 
And now that last one is a growing collection of interactive cutscenes that feature horrific tales. So think Until Dawn, but with less butterfly effect. Well, now, Czar, there's one huge game I feel like you left off your list here. Oh, is there? Phasma, well, actually, I have a real one for this. Uh, sorry, <laughs> it's uh, not a meme. Uh, phasmophobia. Oh, I was about to oh, say, yeah. like, oh, I don't get it. <laughs> I had Phasmophobia on my list originally, but I just don't know enough about it. I haven't picked it up yet. Most of these I have played or seen a little bit of. Phasmophobia, that's what it is. All right, all right. I can, I can live with that. Yeah. Anyway, the award goes to... Deadly Premonition 2 for the Switch. Come on down, Deadly Premonition. I don't know really enough about that game, but it sounds like you're excited about it, so woo! Oh, it is It is the right amount of B-list crappy horror thrown in with cringy dialogue and fucked up gameplay scenes. <laughs> oh, okay. I was hoping this wasn't an actual, like, good, scary horror game. <laughs> it's... I wanted it to be Garbo. It is, and it's not. <laughs> I wanted it to, to be hot Garbo. It is the hot, hottest Garbo that you have ever seen. Like, I, I played the original one on the Xbox 360, and good golly, Miss Molly, it's broken. Like, it is just the most broken, lazily produced game ever, but has a cult following. So that is why the, the sequel to that game gets my vote. All right. Hey, right on, right on. Yeah. Right on, right on. I appreciated that. Now, the next category is the most bizarre games of 2020. Also includes innovation. (laughs) Hey, Peach has got to make the bug snacks pun. I get to use my name in bizarre. Boo on you, sir. (laughs) We're all allowed one pun. All right, fine. I don't even know if I have any, but continue. And speaking of bug snacks... That is the first candidate on the list for the PlayStation 5. Oh, are you telling me that we're actually talking about bug snacks? <laughs> we are actually talking about bug snacks. Hell yeah, brother. Is bug snacks going to be our first time multiple award winner? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Next. We have Paper Mario and the Origami King for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Okay. Grounded for the Xbox and PC. And finally, Waifu Uncovered for the PC and Switch. You thought we forgot. Waifu Uncovered, baby. Let's go. One hand free studio. You thought we forgot, didn't you? What, you you thought Zach's not here to bring it up every two minutes? We forgot? We didn't forget. (laughs) How could we forget our waifus? For someone who's, you know, never wanted to play Waifu Uncovered, Zach talked about it a suspicious amount. (laughs) Hey, look, I've never been to Zach's house, but I'm willing to bet zero dollars that there is at least two anime body pillows there. All right. That's low. Yeah, I was going to say. That's a low number. (laughs) The real question is who's on the covers. I'm saying D.Va from Overwatch and I don't know. Pyra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Oh, yep. I was going to say someone from Doki Doki Literature Club, but I like that better. (laughs) Gotta be. Anywho, the award goes to... Grounded. Oh. No bug snacks? I took this more as innovation. Um... I mean, I 
I loved Honey, I Shrunk the Kids as a kid myself. It was a really cool concept for a movie, and I mean, I've always wanted to do something like that in a game, you know? Throwing your adolescent chums to the spiders, you know, while you run away in terror. It's hard to imagine you as a child. I just imagine that you came into this world looking like you do now. With like, a big, <laughs> with like your, bean, your Jack Skellington beanie and your beard. <laughs> well, it involved a lot of throwing my friends to the spiders, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, no, the, dude, those spiders are scary, you know? You don't, you don't have to be the fastest one. You just have to be faster than the slowest one. Exactly. And fun fact about the main spider that you see, those uh, giant-ass spiders with the big-ass yellow butt, you know? I guess. The ones that were shown in the trailer? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Those are real spiders. And at my parents' house when I was a kid, growing up, I used to catch those spiders. Yeah, why not? Of course you did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm gonna go up and chalk that as least surprising czar fact of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, you guys didn't catch spiders as kids? Want to be an entomologist when you grew up and play with bugs all day? So, fun fact. Um, Just me? Fun fact, when I was in kindergarten, we did uh, we did a project. We watched, like, uh, cocoons that were going to turn into butterflies, like, uh, you know, do their thing through metamorphosis, through the phase. And the day we were supposed to, like, let our butterflies go into the wild was my birthday. So my teacher let me be the very first in my class of like 20 kids to, you know, take a butterfly out of this little bin, put it on my finger and let it out into the wild. Well, I put my hand in the bin and I got the butterfly and I was like, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then it like (laughs) opened its wings and I went, ah, and I smacked it. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't like bugs very much. (laughs) So we're not talking about bug snacks then? (laughs) <laughs> no, we're talking about bug <laughs> Are you telling me we're actually talking about bug <laughs> No, we're not. We're talking about Grounded because Grounded wins the most bizarre game. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> I, yeah, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the Xbox's version of Bug Snacks, where you're the snack for the bugs. Yeah, that's fair. All right, okay. Yeah, no. That makes sense. That seems, that's, that checks out. Anywho... The last category is the game that made Czar the happiest in 2020. So first, we have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for the Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 4. Okay, I like that. Naturally, Pokemon Sword and Shield for the Nintendo Switch. Mm. Doom Eternal for the Xbox, PC, Switch, PS4, and Google Stadia. (laughs) Yeah, about that. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) About that. And finally, we have the winner that made Czar happiest in 2020. Banjo-Kazooie and Smash! I know it was released in 2019, but I didn't get the game till 2020, so I'm counting it. Not to mention that's not a game, that's just DLC. Yeah, that's technically that's just, that's just I, a guy. It's not even I a disagree because I played the entire game as Banjo. So it's a new game for me. Yeah, that's fair. I've never seen you use anybody except Banjo. And it's the newest game that Banjo will ever see. That's fair. Unless something happens to Rareware. Oh, please, something happened to Rareware. Yeah, they're still working on Sea of Thieves. (laughs) Let them make Banjo for the Nintendo (laughs) Switch, please. Yeah, keep dreaming, buddy. I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. They got got the fun pirate game. They're going to ride that out for a while. 
Nintendo and Xbox, they they buddy buddy. Thinking Nintendo's getting the multiplayer from Xbox. They're also getting some rareware titles from Xbox. You know, you know how it is. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're going to see more Banjo-Kazooie stuff when we see Sora and Smash Bros, man. It's just not happening. Well, I think it's more likely Disney buys Nintendo than Banjo end up in another game. Oh, dear God. I mean, honestly, Disney couldn't mess up Nintendo more than Nintendo's messed up Nintendo. I mean, <laughs> what could go wrong? Disney does a great job with show running. I'm just saying. All right, before we get on to my categories for the evening, we need to take a very melancholy moment of silence because we have lost one member of the family this year. One that, although we've ridiculed mercilessly, we'll always have a place in our hearts. We witnessed your birth. We witnessed your death. All within a year of this podcast coming to fruition. And really, uh, it was quite a big part of our lives throughout the podcast. It really was. It got its own meme. It's had its own place in the funnies. It's it's good. It even had its own exclusive. Rest in peace to the Google Stadia. Everybody take a moment of silence. All right, moment over. Let's keep going. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, wow, that moment was about as long as the Google Stadia was relevant. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I wanted to play I wanted to play taps, but I think it's more funny if I just immediately go, all right, back to what we were doing. <laughs> all right. So just like my cohorts on this wonderful podcast, I have three categories. Category number one, biggest waste of my fucking money 2020. Now Oh shit. There is a lot of games that is worthy of this spot on my list. But I do want to hear what you guys had to say for yours too. So here's mine. And by the way, I really genuinely had to think about this because for as much good shit that I've gotten lately, I've bought just as much crap. And one of the most disappointing games to me, and I almost really hate to say it, Super Mario Party for the Switch. I'm not I'm not surprised by that. I get that actually. I've, I, can, I can vibe with that one. I can't tell you how unbelievably disappointed in that game I was because I love Mario Party so, so much. It's my favorite party game to play with everybody. It's fun. It's usually very intuitive. And yeah, it can be gimmicky sometimes, but the gimmick works most of the time. They had a chance to knock it out of the park with the Switch version, and they didn't. You know, the whole Joy-Con thing didn't work. There was a very small amount of maps. None of it was very intuitive. None of it was very fun. There wasn't even that many minigames. And the worst part is, it's a Switch title, so it never fell below $40. Ever. I picked it up for $40, and that's the biggest fucking waste of my money 2020. (laughs) (laughs) So far, I've played it for about 30 minutes. On my own console. I've played it at other friends' houses. I've played it with Zach. I've played it with my buddy, Mikhail. It's just never fun. I hate to say it. Biggest waste of my fucking money, 2020, boys. You, Zach, and I, we we played Mario Party, Super Mario Party, or whatever the Switch title was once. What'd you think? Meh. Exactly. I mean, it was a Mario Party game. <laughs> I've never dug too deep into those. I think Mario Parties used to be better, for sure. Like, back in the N64... Well, I remember the GameCube Mario Party. That one that was really so good. fun. And let's not confuse this category with the biggest piece of trash I bought in 2020, because I've bought some crap games. I bought Carnival Games for the Switch, which was absolutely terrible. 
I bought Killer. Why? You bought that? Yes, because I used to really like Carnival Games for the Wii, and I thought it was going to be the same thing, and it wasn't. They done hoosled you. I, I got hoosled. <laughs> <laughs> I bought Super Monkey Ball at full price for the Nintendo Switch just for it to go on sale a week later. Oh, my God. Is that game as fire as I remember it being or no? No, it's not. But listen, those games did not cost $40 and then retain its $60 value afterwards. No, only Super Mario Party did that, baby. Biggest waste of money 2020. Does any what about you two? I want to hear a couple other insertions. I gotta I gotta say uh grounded was my biggest waste of money 2020. Ooh. What? Yeah, I I was real hyped for that one. I, I even like I, I slid into JP's DMs to let him know how stoked I was about grounded. He did. And I just I played it and I could not for the life of me get going. Like like just like I, I got my like base going. I got like the the workbench and some regular shit but for the life of me i could not maintain interest in this game and i don't know why but it was i think it was 40 dollars. it's honestly the only game that i like spent 40 dollars on and then got such little out of the biggest waste of czar's money this year was an oopsie on his part oh uh, what'd you do so <laughs> was browsing the Xbox store as one does saw some discounts yeah yeah Square Enix was doing a huge sale on Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasies and I got really really excited because I thought I saw Final Fantasy 7 remake for the Xbox I was like I didn't think this was going to come out for months I thought this was on the way oh no you didn't so I bought it without a second thought Zar, you know better than that Oh no yeah, no no! It was it was Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, buddy, it was it wasn't even like remastered. I mean, it was barely remastered. Oof. That's what you get for not knowing your Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked so much like a seven. It's like they had that third one. Oh, uh, that's that's pretty funny. But I am sorry. At least Final Fantasy VIII's still good. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing. Like Final Fantasy VIII is a phenomenal game. I mean, it's it's no Final Fantasy seven, but still an amazing follow up in the in the franchise. I have not been able to play it because I'm so salty about wasting my money on what I thought was Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My next category game. I am the most embarrassed to admit I played a lot of in 2020. You ever play one of those games where like you almost feel ashamed that you're playing it like you shouldn't be enjoying it this much? Yeah. Waifu Uncovered? Doki Doki Literature <laughs> Club. Literally, someone walks in when you're playing that shit. You gotta go, um, I can explain. That's the kind of game, that's the kind of game where you would switch it over to porn if somebody walked in because that's much easier to explain. JP, <laughs> I don't know if you know this. There's a game on Steam for like 99 cents called uh, Shower With Your Dad Simulator. So What? No. no what? Yeah. Why? Is that the game you're the most embarrassed you played in 2020? No, it's not, but I'm just saying <laughs> nothing can be worse than that one. <laughs> oh, my God. I kind of want to check that game out. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> Why? I have to know it exists. I have to know that that's not made up. Some things are better not known. <laughs> All right. Game I'm the most embarrassed to admit I played quite a bit of in 2020. Are you guys ready for this one? I sunk 40 hours into Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist for the Nintendo Switch. 
Yo, <laughs> my man. And I do not regret it <laughs> one bit. I loved every minute of it. You get to play through everybody's story. I only did Yugi and Jaden because I had no idea who the other people fucking were. <laughs> and XYZs are a pain in the ass to figure out. So, but oh my God, I had such an unbelievably fun time playing that game. You know, JP, what, what do they always say? It's like, if at first you don't succeed, blast them again with your blue eyes, blue baby. Eyes white. <laughs> <laughs> Peaches, just for old time's sake, will you do your weevil impression of him throwing Exodia off the um, side of the boat? Oh, gosh. Uh, dude, it's been a while since I whiffed that one out. Hold come on. Come on, come on, man. Do it for me. Do it for the pod. I, I don't know if I can do it, but let's see. Say goodbye to your Exodia! Yes. That's, that's the best I can do. <laughs> that was pretty good. Claps. That, that was, was spot on. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like my, my voice just can't do it anymore. I used to do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, you did. Unprompted. It's like, oh, but now I kind of miss it. <laughs> what about you guys? Most embarrassed to admit you played anything? Shower with your dad simulator. Sorry, you can you can lead this one. I'll go after you. All of uh, as many Lego games as I played in 2020. I think I played like four different Lego games to 100% oh, completion. Oh, dude, no shame. Yeah, Lego games are great. <laughs> well, like, my wife would come home from work and I'd be sitting on the couch gaming occasionally and I'd have the Lego game open and I would like switch it over to Dead Rising or something. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what are you playing? Definitely not a Lego game made for 10-year-olds. Waifu uncovered. <laughs> <laughs> Just masturbating. I, I got a I got a game that I'm most embarrassed that I sunk a ton of hours into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. it it's honestly not too embarrassing, but it feels a bit embarrassing. It's uh, NBA 2K20. What's embarrassing about that? I, You're a big sports fan. I don't like basketball. <laughs> but <laughs> what? I, yeah, I know. I don't like basketball. I, I used to love it. Like I used to go to games with my uncle like all the time. But like as I grew up, like I just, you know, I lost interest in it because I wasn't constantly involved in it. But I bought NBA 2K20 and sunk 45 hours into it, even though I don't care about basketball anymore. Did you invest <laughs> in any of the microtransactions? No, 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 of course not. OK, no. OK. I would have been a little pissed off. Like, you don't even like this game. We've been talking shit on these people <laughs> for literally a year and you're for the bullshit <laughs> yeah no I, I i i fortunately did not like drop any money on microtransactions but i did spend like i want to say 30 dollars to get this game and put 45 hours into it even though i just had such little interest in it all right my final category game that i had to pretend i liked to retain my friendships even though i was not a huge fan 2020 that's a convoluted category. Have you ever been in that situation where, like, all your friends have the latest multiplayer game, right? And you want to hang out with your friends, but you kind of hate the game and you just don't like it that much? No? Is this about to go to Valorant? I feel like I've heard you talk shit on Valorant a lot recently. I never opened up Valorant. Valorant. Oh, okay. I, had, I downloaded it and then never opened it up and then uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% true. I'm about to make my band, my bandmates all listen to my podcast. Uh, I'm about to make them all very upset. <laughs> my nominee, who I am giving the award to for the game that I had to pretend I liked to retain friendships, even though I was honestly not a big fan 2020, is Apex Legends. Oh, yeah, I could see that one. 
I do not like. I, all right. So my bandmates are probably listening. So Ty, Dylan, Nick, Mikhail. I don't like Apex. I don't. <laughs> I, no, no. Real talk. I don't like Apex. It's time that you knew. I think the art style is cool, but uh, Battle Royales, I've never been a huge fan of in the first place. The controls are kind of convoluted. I don't like the weapon system that much. Uh, it's not for me. It's not for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? I'm so- We're sorry. I'm sorry. We're sorry. JP, you're just not a huge fan of Battle Royales in general, right? Like, I mean, it's not, it's not specific to Apex. If I were to play a battle royale, I'd probably play Warzone or, honest to God, Fortnite. <laughs> I hate to admit that. I really do. Oh, God, JP. No, uh, listen. Shut up. <laughs> Fortnite had a time and a place for all of us, right? That's what made Fortnite popular. I got off when people started building skyscrapers in two seconds, and I'm like, well, this isn't fun anymore. And then it got overran by the nine-year-olds. That's when I quit. But every once in a blue moon, I like going back to Fortnite for like just one or two games. And what's that Joker meme? It's like, wait, so you actually like Fortnite? I do. And I'm sick of pretending like I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I may go back for a game like every three or four months, like, and it's only going to be like I die. And then I'm like, well, that was fun. But every once in a while, man, I really do. But yeah, Apex, I've just never seen the appeal of. I've just never been that. I've just never liked it that much. I, I think Apex is probably the the, the best made uh, battle royale, but it just came out too late. So like if it had come out earlier, like in the same time frame as like PUBG or like PUBG, Fortnite and like Warzone, I think that it probably would have been one of like the top ones. But since it came out so late, like it kind of rode a dying wave oh yeah could you imagine if it led the battle royale charge like this game would be huge yeah no kidding all right so that does it for our main categories but we've got one surprise category you heard what we thought during the game awards for 2020 who won what we thought about all of it but now it's time for us to put our money where our mouths are and give each of our own game of the year awards Peaches, let's start with you. Who do you? Who is your game of the year? Who do you think deserved it in 2020? All right, game of the year 2020 has got to go to Bloons Tower Defense Six, baby. Let's go! Nah, oh gonna, my god, nah, I nah, forgot Bloons Tower Defense <laughs> came out. Oh no, not 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 I said the fly. I've got that shit downloaded. Oh, I love balloons. Yeah, I, I I love it, but that's actually that's not that's not my actual game of the year, but it is fun. Oh, you could have fucking <laughs> fooled me with the rest of your fucking list. Can that be my game of the year? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Pull one eighty. In all actuality, I think my game of the year has to go to Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Over I, Cyberpunk, uh, really? I loved Cyberpunk, but I think all of like the dog shit surrounding Cyberpunk kind of like has it, it didn't dampen my experience while I was playing the game but like I didn't have that same thing happen when I played Ori and the Will of the Wisps you know it was like everybody was on the same page everybody loved it and like I got to like enjoy the game after the fact rather than like as soon as I finished playing it see all this like dog shit about how how the game is so awful and I think Ori was just it was a clean like I played it for 18 hours and it was a clean perfectly crafted 18 hours of game well, and plus, Cyberpunk is a little too new, 
I feel like to list here. I mean, it wasn't listed at the, at the Game Awards this year, so I don't feel like it's fair for us to. Yeah, it it did come out a little bit late, and I I, I wasn't sure whether I should account it because it came out December seventeenth of twenty twenty. So like it's it's the back back end of twenty of twenty twenty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a contender for twenty twenty one though. As well, we should. Right on, Zar. What about you? Um, my game of the year contestant, I think, goes to Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think they got robbed at the Game Awards. Yes, it's a remake of an old game. And that was our pick, right? That was our pick for Game of the Year. That was our pick for Game of the Year. But holy crap, what a perfectly polished game that adds so much new. It really revitalizes the Final Fantasy franchise and is able to propel them forward into the future. And so, I mean, yes, The Last of Us 2 had all of that everything surrounding it, all of the many awards that it took home, but I still think that overall, Final Fantasy VII deserved that title. That's fair. We And that's the conclusion we came to, right? Because that was our vote. That's what we wanted for Game of the Year. That was our vote, and I am going to stick to that vote. I've been doing a lot of thinking of the Game Awards. I've been doing a lot of thinking of all of 2020 because of all the unbelievable bullshit that we all had to put up with, right? It, it was a shitty year. There was a fair amount. Yeah, there was a fair amount of shit. All right. (laughs) But there was one game that was like a nominee for the Game of the Year award that I brushed off immediately because of all the AAA titles up there. But come to think of it, it was a game that had such a big cultural impact that I think we need to acknowledge how it got so many people through the pandemic. And... Uh, even though I would love to give it to The Last of Us Part 2, I just, in good conscience, cannot do that if it's my own personal award. So, for Game of the Year, JP's Trophy Game of the Year, it goes to Animal Crossing New Horizons. I knew it would. As soon as you said got us through the pandemic, I was like, Last of Us 2 isn't getting anybody through the pandemic. That's exactly my point. It's like, it was so unbelievably impactful in helping people through the pandemic. That and Tiger King, baby. My 25th birthday was April 20th, right? April 20th of 2020. And I couldn't go out. You know, we were two months into the pandemic where everybody was still in super ultra panic mode. And I couldn't go out and do anything for my birthday. I was in my apartment doing nothing. Uh, Animal Crossing was still pretty fresh. And... One of the villagers, weirdly enough, came to my house and was like, hey, John Paul, my name in the game is John Paul. And they're like, will you follow me? And I swear to God, they brought me to their house where there was a surprise party for me on my birthday. Oh, damn. That's really sweet. It was really sweet. And I know that's just a me example, but honestly, so many people got so many hours of enjoyment out of that game. And it helped a lot of people get out of the depression that is COVID-19 and all of 2020 put together. I've got to give it up to Animal Crossing. You know, what's funny is Peaches and I even had a conversation about this where he asked, do you think it should be Animal Crossing? And I said, no, I don't think it would be. But if it was, I'd accept that. But now I'm singing a different tune. I think that's I think that's completely fair. Um, On the flip side of that, I would fuck be my birthday. Really... <laughs> <laughs> fuck on JP's the flip birthday. side of that, fuck your birthday. I think it would be fascinating to see the statistics of this game's release if it wasn't in a pandemic. 
like how well would this game have been perceived if everybody wasn't locked indoors for like six months? And still locked indoors to this day. Yeah, yeah and still <laughs> locked in, indoors. Yeah, we're not done with this shit. This is completely speculation, but I honestly think it would have still sold very well. I just don't think it would have been played as long, if that makes sense. I don't think it would have had the same impact. Like, yeah, it probably would have sold millions of copies. Yeah, people would have played it a lot because, I mean, it's Nintendo. Gamers gonna game. But... The sheer significance of the, like, symbolism in this game of bringing everyone together during the pandemic and, like, giving you a happy little island escape, I think that could have only been pulled off as perfectly as it was during a pandemic. And it almost makes me a little suspicious. (laughs) Oh my god, take your tinfoil hat off! It's on it's on way too tight. Nintendo can't even pull off a decent online system. You think they started a virus and Yes. Yes, I do. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. We we got a lot to talk about off podcast. <laughs> now I got people knocking at my door. FBI, open up! <laughs> he knows too much! FBI open Get up! Him. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, before we get out of here for the day, happy one year birthday. Uh, Peaches, I know you haven't been here the whole time, but you've been doing a fantastic job of being here and being happy and contributing. So thank you so much for being a part of this. And Zar, you know, I have a lot of stupid fucking ideas and not enough people to tell me, yeah, let's go for it. So thank you for starting this podcast with Zach and I. Woo, I'm an enabler. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's one way of twisting the sweet thing I just said into something sorry, but why not? Why not? Of course, that's where we are now. <laughs> now, I mean, I appreciate you guys for accepting me so quick and uh, letting me step on your toes a little bit as I'm getting used to things. We were kind of out of options. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I said that. I, th- I think I said that right. Away. I was like, I mean, if you guys don't have anywhere else to turn, I can step in. But we didn't. <laughs> we did not. I just appreciate blocking out a couple hours of my week to talk about nothing but video games. It's it's a nice getaway. It, yeah, it really honestly is. With grad school and all the bullshit work I have to do all the time, it, it's nice to just, you know, come back all the time because video games is always going to be my biggest hobby, you know? And it's just, it's just, it really is. It's nice to dedicate time to it every week where I can come and just chat with you fine blokes. Here's to... Another year of the Game Tea Podcast. To the Game Tea Podcast. Happy birthday! And here's to the most prestigious award show of all. The most prestigious, I mean, hell. Game Tea Game Awards. <laughs> you had me at the buggiest game of 2020. <laughs> that was great. Are you telling me we're actually talking about bug snacks? <laughs> oh, he's talking about bug snacks. We're talking about bug snacks. All right. <laughs> guys that is it we're gonna keep on going next week we're gonna keep on going strong with this podcast so thank you all very much for joining us on this incredibly special episode of the game tea podcast we will see you in the next episode you just got your game tea awards later
If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.